Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. That's what's up. All right, thanks, Brian. We are out at Pole Position Raceway in Grimes, Iowa. If uh, you want to find them, what's their website, Mark? Pole Position? PolePositionRaceway.com or P2RDSM.com. P2RDSM.com. Thank you. I want to thank Wiseco Performance Products, carrying a full line of forged pistons, precision forged clutch baskets, clutch hubs, crankshafts, forged connecting rods, valves, and more for just about any motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, personal watercraft, outboard marine, and automobile on the planet. For one name, one solution, visit Wiseco.com. We are uh, continuing our broadcast on the uh, the race of champions. Is that what you're calling it tonight? It's race with the champions. Race with the champions. Minus you. Yeah, minus me. Yeah. Well, I um, after my eighth place in the plus 40 this weekend. That's awesome. Or this past man. week at Loretta's. That's maybe I good. don't deserve to be with the champions. So um, we are, Jack is efforting. Our, our uh, first guest of the show is going to be Jonathan Grew, who uh, is apparently uh, doesn't age. He he's, just. Um, he's a, like a robot. Stays crazy fast. He's so fast, and and if it weren't for Mike Brown, he'd he'd be uh, the plus forty champion again. So we have Jonathan Grew, we have uh, Grant Baylor scheduled, Mike Brown, and Barry Carson. So sounds like we got Jonathan now. I don't so, know. Have we got him, Jack? Okay. Well, we lost him. Uh, yeah, he just texted me. Said the call was dropped. Maybe we try effort to uh, do that. Um, well, I could so, talk about him. I've been racing against the guy for. T- give me a get dirt on 80s. on Johnny Grew. Oh, I'll tell you what, man. That guy. I've been hit by him. Coming out of the- <laughs> Here we go. I, I, like I like I always say that well, I, I race I race a lot of those racer X vet series races. Uh-huh, yeah. The tracks are always great for passing because he passes me every time. <laughs> John Grew, are you there? Can we hear? Can we hear our guest? I can't hear my guest. I cannot. Jack, are we? How we doing, buddy? All right. Yeah, he's been racing since I think I started in '74, and I shortly after that, about I believe. And uh, you know, he's I think he's from Michigan, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, from Michigan. And he I just... grew up in Illinois, so we cross paths a lot at Byron or Wisconsin races or this or that. So you know, I've raced against that guy a long time. And uh, I don't think I've ever actually beat him outright. I think I beat him a couple times when he was laying in the corner crying. He uh, that happens sometimes, but <laughs> you know. He, I tell you what, he he's he's got a little bit of an old manish style oh, as good. the rest of us, except for Mike Brown, do in that plus forty class. But man, he is just solid right out of two minute lap time every sink from the beginning to the end of the moto. It's it's really impressive. And he rides a couple classes. You know, I was stuck working the Wiseco booth, so. I know complaints there, but it, it just takes a lot out of you to to work a booth all day long and then go racing. But but uh, this guy, I mean, he rides a couple classes. I know he had his his motos were probably together in the same day, you know, and he just 
doesn't seem to matter whatever the track condition is. He just he's right around that two minute mark. So and that's and that's a good lap time. So a really good lap time. I'm going to encourage Jonathan if he's anywhere on the line to just go ahead and jump right in and tell us where to go uh, about everything he's heard so far. So he's not waiting for us. And I'm sure Jack will continue to try and get him on here. Yeah, let us know, Jack, when you're when you can get John. I know you're efforting to get him lined up. All right. Well, uh, how about where I take this moment to tell us about MotoGP's return this past weekend. After a break, uh, yeah. It's been summer break for all of our road racing series. Um, World Superbike, they're off until September. Moto America rejoins uh, battle this coming weekend at Sonoma out in California. Mm-hmm. But MotoGP went racing at the Czech Republic. Uh, MotoGP Czech Czech Republic race at Brno, and on top of the whole deal, really for the entire weekend was once again Mark Marquez. He stretched his overall points lead. Uh, they've just this is the beginning of the second half. He's now got 63 points in hand over over his nearest rival Dovizioso with Jack Miller in third. And it sounds like we've got our man Jonathan. Are you with us, Jack? I hate to say we're not hearing him. <laughs> All right. Well, with Jack Miller uh, coming in third place there at uh, Brno, it was it was a really good race uh, in qualifying. Marquez really just demoralized everyone. He blew him out with a two second uh, advantage uh, in, in over one flying lap, and it was unheard of. You don't see two second gaps. He really gambled. I'm getting a reverb now. This is fun. Yeah, this reminds a good time. me Pit Pass Radio when we started. <laughs> It does. It's like we were learning all over. We even got the man, John Sellers, here. What's uh, it's fun times? Um, so you know, how about now, John? Are you with us? All right. Well, we can't hear him, Jack. Uh, when Mark Marquez came on the scene, he was kid wonder. I mean, it was it, it was, was absolutely it was he was dragging his elbows. We haven't seen that since but, since his early days. He was just, just a phenom, just insane. And and now we've seen. We've seen he raised the bar, no question. He was the James Stewart of road racing for a while. Absolutely. And, and everybody, everybody had to learn how to whip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or scrub. Excuse yes. me. Everybody learned how to scrub. And and that it's uh, now we're starting to see. I mean, I realize he's got a pretty good points lead now, but there's been times when he's been challenged and 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 beaten and beaten straight up, straight up. Absolutely. This year, the most telling loss that he's had this year because he's been so consistent was. Austin, Circuit of the Americas, where he had never lost. Every time he went to Austin, he won. Mm-hmm. It was a guarantee. This year, didn't happen. Had a bit of a, a stumble and opened the door for the rest of the field. Other than that, though, he's just been superb this season, same as any other. Again, the and he said about his qualifying on Saturday, he said, I took too many risks. He self-identified. Uh, as being too risky, you know, he was being too risky because it was wet to drying conditions, and he threw on a full slick. Everybody else was on intermediates, so he went out in pretty tough conditions and really let it hang out. It paid off. I watched the race about nine, just about the halfway point of the race. He uh, had a feet off the pegs, nearly wipe out, wall leading. Wow. I mean, anyone else in the world, they're on their head and saying goodbye to the race. Yeah, it, he, he stayed in the middle of the. He stayed in the battle and continued on to win. I I think All we right. can hear our guest, John. Are you there, John Grew? Are you, are you with us, buddy? 
It sounds like we can hear him eating his, his dinner. Uh, John Grew, can you hear us? Okay. Yep. Well, this isn't working. So, um, keep trying. We, we apologize, John. If you can hear us, we are sorry for the technical difficulties. We're doing a, a remote out of pole position raceway, which is an indoor karting center in Grimes, Iowa, which is close to our studios. But um, we're with Mark Bunnell here, who's the owner. And uh, you have a race with the champions tonight. Yes, we do. We have a lot of champions out there. And I heard their qualifier just go off. And uh, So how does that work? So you get you, you get paired up with a dud? Yep. You get a, <laughs> oh, no. Somebody no, it's a pro-am. You get a pro-am pro effect. It's a pro-am. So we did is we got we have everybody sign up. I invite 15 pros. We have had uh, a matching number of amateurs come in. Mm, that's For nice. regular racers. We put uh, cards in a hat, 1 through 15. Boop, you draw your, you get your partner. Some are this, are pro cards, some are amateur cards. Kind of like our Justin Brayton shootout. Exactly. We, we do that on the line. That's yeah. super fun. And that's, and Justin's like, no, and it, it has gotten a little hairy. Like, you, there's some straight up guys that are, look, if you're not jumping everything, don't come race the shootout because Brayton will jump over your head. You know what I mean? Or, or yeah, Chad Peterson or whoever. Yeah, that gets a little, little dicey. But with the, with the carding thing, that's sweet. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's so no it, downside. So it, it, they uh, do they race at the same time, or, or do they? So then I randomly enter them into the races. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to work through it. And then the, the top eight guys will be in the final. And then we'll have a A, B, C, and D main, it looks like. And then uh, we'll start with the D main slower and work to the championship. And, then and does the D main, if, the, if you win the D main, do you advance to the C? I do not have that for this event. We do yeah. sometimes in our leagues, and I know that's something you like to do. But uh, it works better for this. If not, you know, it just helps it flow better. So we have a Tony's Friends League sometimes in the wintertime. I don't know what we could do. I've been out on yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and and it, it is a blast. It is fun. And yeah. so what we do is if you you if you if win your – and it's based on your qualify, your time. So it's like a time practice. You get a, you get a time practice, and then they, that's how you qualify. And then if you win your main, you get to advance, advance on. Advance to the next but one. But the trouble is, is you're – you're doing it. You'd have to pass. You have to be a bad dude to get. Oh yeah. To advance twice because yeah. you'd have to pass everybody, and yeah. you're starting. You know, in in uh, what in the back of format. the grid for the that? one that you when raced up. Single to. file grid. Single file grid. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it, um, it, it happens, but not very often. We um, the uh, we just I just got back from Loretta's, and I I apologize. We've got. Okay, let's give it a try. John, are you there? Yep, not working. We are just not going to be able fun, to. This is fun, though. <laughs> we can talk about uh, everything else for a while. Well, I was going to talk. I was leading into Loretta Lynn since I just came from there. Um, Let's hear how awesome you did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of saw myself. I, I, I won my, my uh, area, which is not difficult to do when you're at, the, you know, you shouldn't be. If you're not winning your area qualifier, you're, you're not, you're, you're probably not going to advance from the regional um but i won the regional as well and i made some really good friends there's a lot of nice guys in the plus 40 class like you know there is there's a handful of guys that want to rip your head off also on the track which makes me a little nervous so the start is super important there um but i'll tell you what's what i learned something this this week my starts have not have not been very good and i you know, I got to work. I, I wasn't getting started at the local race. I wasn't getting starts in any of my qualifiers. I had to come from behind in all my qualifiers to to pass everybody and, and to 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 win those. And so my first moto, 
I started 19th is what they counted around the second turn. That sucks. Second moto, I started 30th and Ooh. then worked my way up to like... 13th, was it? Huh? 13th? No, it was, it was like 8th or 9th. And then a guy crashed us both. Picked my bike back up, passed up to 11th place. So that was my second moto finish. And then I, I met with um, uh, the Brad, who runs Club 57 down in Florida. And uh, we uh, he, he broke down my starts. I was actually just too far forward on the bike for the most part. And body positioning. And I've been doing this for, I'm 40, I turned 42 at the ranch last week. I've been racing dirt bikes since 1981. Like, how do I not know how to freaking start? But he says, this is, you're riding your bikes. You ride like you're riding on two strokes still. He's like, so he, um, I did it his way. I thought I was going to loop out every time, but it was a four inch wheelie all the way down the start straight. And which is what you want to see. Best start of my life. And I was still like ninth in the, in the uh, first turn, but that's all I needed. That's better than 30. Yeah. Yeah. So I worked my way back to like 12th. In two laps, and I'm like, man, I gotta get going here. So I, I, I went back up to um, seventh for my third moto, and I was stoked. It was like a win for me, you know. Just I wanted to see myself do better, but I know them boys are working harder at it than I am because they, uh, it shows in their riding. You know, you don't charge the corners and stuff like that when you're tired. And I was gassed every single moto. I was gassed so. I don't know. It's exciting for me to, to uh, honestly, I think I'm going to go spend the winter in Florida with um, Club 57, and um, he's got a new facility that he's going to announce on 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 uh, our show next week, so I don't know. I think it'd be fun to go down and spend six weeks. John, are, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Oh, oh he's there. How are you? What, where have you been? I'm, We've been calling for you. Could you hear us? I know. I couldn't hear you. Yeah, weird. So, so, we're, so, welcome to Pit Pass Radio. First off, we're doing a remote from an indoor karting center, and uh, something weird with the phone line. So, I I beg your pardon. I know it's a lot later than what we had you scheduled, but uh, welcome to Pit Pass, man. It was it was fun um, racing behind you this whole week at Loretta Lens. Congratulations on your second and your first place finishes. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, it was a great week. I had a lot of fun. You bailed out on the on the awards ceremony. What happened? Uh, believe it or not, I took off out of there and I headed to northern Indiana to a track called Moto Land for a, mo- a money moto on Sunday. How'd you do? Um, I finished fifth. Um, Did it, it was, pay? Uh, uh, yeah, it paid paid good. Um, that was uh, four hundred and twenty bucks, so it was worth the stop. Uh, Paid your fuel. There, yeah, there was uh, some really good guys. Uh, Henry Miller, uh, he won it. Uh, Joey Crown was second. Travis Sewell was third. Cody Williams was fourth, and I was fifth. Wow! And uh, literally double or more their age. <laughs> yeah. So oh, what's the deal? Travis. So hey, man, I'm 42, right? And I'm definitely not as fast as I was when I was 20. But you seem to just not age. What's your, what, what do you got going on over there in Michigan? Uh, man, I don't know. I just stay at it. You know, I uh, I seem to be able to push myself pretty well when I'm practicing. And um, around here, we got some fast guys, and I just try to stay riding with fast guys and ride 
as much as I can, and when I am riding, I push as hard as I can, I guess. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, we got Mike Brown scheduled um, later in this program today. What are your thoughts on Mike Brown racing the plus 40 and the plus 50? Well, I guess he's not in the 50 class. The 25, which is, that was a heck of a race. I'm sure you saw that. What yeah, uh, What are your sure. thoughts on him racing Loretta's, though? Oh, man, I mean, I don't really have a problem with it. It's, you know, they, they set up the rules, and he fits into the rules. So, you know, it's just, you know, he's just, like, I guess you talk about me, like, how do I stay, keep going fast, but. Holy cow, you know, Mike Brown's 47, and, you know, it, it's kind of the same thing. He's just a guy that has stayed at it and um, is just is an animal. You know, he's just so fast, and I, I don't really have a problem with it. I think it's great, honestly. I, and I was talking to Mike about it. We were, I don't know, it was before one of our motos, we both walked down there and, and was looking at the corner by the mechanics area, and, and, uh, you know, and he even said it in his, his uh, podium interview, you know, people give him a hard time. But, uh, you know, he just loves to race dirt bikes. And, and it's like, where does a guy like Mike Brown go? I mean, it's not his fault that he's 47 and faster than everybody there. Like, you got to go racing somewhere, right? And if that's what you do. And I think it validates the class. I think that, you know, maybe we're all racing for second. Or unless you show up and then and Barry and then I guess I'm racing for fourth. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I fully intend on being relevant next year in the top three to five, as does a lot yeah. of people. But but sure. Mike Brown is like, I don't know if he'll be there next year, and if he's not, I think that will. I think two things. I think it validates the class. Like this is a legit. This isn't just some old farts. You got Mike Brown and John and 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 Barry and you know like real legit guys, and then also I think if he doesn't show up, that'd be kind of exciting too because then it's like <laughs> hey, here's one more. Now I'm a seventh place guy without doing any more work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you for could sure. get maybe a, it, you know yeah yeah just if he if he doesn't show up it it kind of tightens everything back up and you know first second third is all up for grabs and. You know, I, I mean, it just sometimes the only thing I think that happens is some guys will get discouraged because Mike Brown guys, you know, guys like Mike Brown are there or whatever. Like, oh, man, we could never beat him. And, and you know, I, I just, I don't know. It, it's sad that, that sometimes they think that way, but I think that's about the only thing you run into with the guys, and that's what their real problem is, is like we're never going to beat a Mike Brown. So it discourages them a bit. Hey John, it's Mark Bunnell. I've raced. Uh, I started racing in '74 in Illinois, and uh, I've raced with you a long time. I, I've raced with you uh, at uh, Racer X Vet Series multiple, multiple times. Uh, number six on a Yamaha. Um, okay, yeah. And talk to you, talk to you lots of times, sitting on the line. It's like I don't, I don't ever recognize anybody with their helmet off because I'm only ever talking to anybody when we're on the line. Here's the way I look yeah, at for it. Sure. And let me think. See what you think. You know, I'm one of those guys that's raced a long time, had a lot of fun, rode pretty good at one time, don't ride so good anymore, but still, I'm out there doing it. Um, you know, I'm still an, quote, A rider, I guess, because, you know, I can't see doing anything else. But uh, it's like a few years ago, I raced uh, the plus 40 class at Ponca City, and, and Trampus Parker was in it, you know, and he and I had a pretty good battle going for a few corners, and, and uh, you know, I've raced with 
everybody that's ever raced, it seems like, from McGrath to, you know, to Rick Johnson to Ward. I've raced all those guys at one time or another, and I like the fact that I've raced with them. On the line, I've took off with him. Sometimes I've beat him a little bit. Yeah, you know, I like Mike, cool. Mike Brown, uh, he raced four-stroke nationals with me back in 96. I beat him a couple motos because his bike crapped out on him or he couldn't get his <laughs> bike started. But, you know, it was fun to ride with those guys. I look at it that way, you know, like Rural May. and I mean, I go way back to I, – I wouldn't have got a chance to ride with those guys if they didn't offer those classes and it wasn't open to them. Yeah, for sure. I agree 100%. Um, my last 40-plus moto, the track was a little bit different because it was the first one in the morning to where a little bit of the technical was gone because it's not so rutted. And like I said, I, got, I was able to keep Mike Brown in sight for, and kind of right on his back tire for about a half a lap. And I liked that, that because awesome. I, was, I could see what he was doing. And, and that... Like I said, you, you like to go out there with those guys because, they, you know, he's a little bit he's better, and you can learn from that. I could see where he was going, and uh, Sam, same thing. You know, I love to go out there, and uh, I try to keep up with that guy. It helps me raise my level. Yeah, you keep up with him for a corner or two, and then, you know, you get a little faster as you go along. What happened, my, my I don't know, claim to fame, but back when the four-stroke nationals started again back in 95, 96 through 2002 or three, um, I know you, you were at some of the events, but um, in at Redbud, in, uh, I was still on a Hoosaberg, so it would have been 97, I think it was. Um, yep. It was super muddy, and I lined up clear on the opposite side. Nobody else was on even on the side of the gate I was on, and my mechanic's like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm... I'm either going to uh, uh, get the whole shot or I'm going to knock everybody down, which I did. <laughs> I knocked like five guys down that, you know, didn't knock them down, but they had to break so hard. And I actually led a lap of a four-stroke national, and, it, and I was so far ahead I couldn't even hear a bike for the, about half the lap. And I, I almost pulled <laughs> off. Did flag it? I thought it was red flag. <laughs> but it had Mike Young. And uh, it's I awesome. Mean, it had all the stars were in it. But, you know, that just isn't going to happen sure. unless they keep having these classes. And I love seeing you out there. And I hope next year to be back racing the Racer X races with you again. And it's been great talking to you, John. Yeah, for sure. I hope to uh, do some more of the uh, Racer X stuff this summer yet as well. John, we got to go to our next break or our next guest. Um, and I'm sorry we got cut short with you. Let's uh, let's let's do another interview. I want to talk about Loretta's a little bit more. I had a good time down there. Yeah, sounds great. I really appreciate you guys having me on. All right. That's this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. <laughs> 